Welcome back to episode 67 of SEC Talks. This is your co-host Caden and I'm here with Jackson and Hanley. And we are super excited to bring you guys back with another episode of SEC Talks. We have a lot to talk about. Um, we want to touch on the national championship game last night and how horrible of a game that was. And then we also want to touch on early outlook for SEC teams next year without going into too much detail. Um, and then we're also going to do a segment ranking the CFP champions, starting back with the very first CFP champion, which was Ohio State. So I don't know about you guys, but I thought that game was pretty horrible last night. Man, I tell you, that was bad. Especially from someone who hates Georgia. Well, you got to give some credit, though. They played a heck of a game. <laughs> no, really. Stetson played real good. Stetson did. Did your brother admit it? No. 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 Stetson looked really good. 300 yards, four touchdowns, two touchdowns on the ground. He tied Joe Burrow's record for the most touchdowns responsible for in a playoff game. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm with you. This was funny. Picture of Tom Brady and Stetson bit right next to each other. Two men winning championships at 40 plus years old. (laughs) It is kind of funny. Is Stetson's. Playing against like children. I think it's fair to say it, this is a wild statement. He may be one of the most decorated college quarterbacks of all time. Oh, I agree. Two championships. I don't think there's any. I mean, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Not any Alabama quarterbacks that have that. Tebow is the only one, right? No, there's, yeah, there's not a single Bama quarterback that has one. At least in our lifetime. Tebow, uh, for sure. Tebow's the only one. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty wild. McCarron. Oh. McCarron Was he 11 two. and 12? I think McCarron had two. Was he 11 and 12, though? I don't know these. I'll look it up while you're that talking. Um, but, and to be, to come from a walk-on, in my opinion, he's – for sure, the most decorated walk-on of all time. Oh, easily. Easily, he's probably the second most talented walk-on of all time. Well, I don't know, as far as like stats and stuff go. That we know about. Hard to beat Baker Mayfield, but yeah, he won twelve and thirteen. Okay. Um, man, Brock Bowers played unbelievable. One hundred fifty receiving yards. Sophomore, true sophomore. He cuts unbelievably well. They run that end around with for him. For how big he is, too. For being 6'4", six, 6'5", six, he cuts like a running back. Um, Georgia's defense just absolutely. Which they said killed. last night. Did you hear that he played running back in high school? Brock did? Yeah. Lord. Unless they misspoke, but I heard them say Brock played running back in high school. I'm sure he played everything. Yeah. I just thought it was – I don't think I've seen a game get be that bad. I mean, it was horrible. All right. Now, here's the big question, because this has been a debate I've seen everywhere, Mm-mm. which I don't think – you know what I'm about I to say? I know what you're about to say. Okay, I don't think it would have been brought up if it wasn't for the score last night, because Georgia – they didn't blow out really anybody this year. I mean, most of their games were close. They blew out, obviously, like South Carolina. But, I mean – there wasn't – they didn't just obliterate opponents like they did last night every game. No. Okay? So, the big thing was people were saying this Georgia team would have beat Joe Burrow and LSU. 
I didn't know you were going to say that, but that is not true. I agree. It's not true. What do you think they would have beat him? LC's 2019 offense was way more powerful than Georgia's current offense. Oh, that, close. Their, um, their offense was so powerful in 19, it took over every defense. I mean, you can see what – I mean, Georgia's defense couldn't even put up to that, I don't think. No. I, uh, Georgia's defense last year couldn't have stopped that, I don't think. I mean, the 2019 um, LSU team – Early's offense was truly a once-in-a-lifetime type of deal. I think there was only one game where they didn't score in the 35 or more. Yeah. I mean. That year is when they played Auburn. But it was just. <coughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah, hindsight 2020, but no. I mean. The one that I've been hearing that's been frustrating is that the CFP committee didn't get it right. I just don't know how you can say Dude, that. There was someone on the on uh, Brooke and Bubba. They were laughing. They're big Bama fans, but they were laughing at this. Guy. Brooke and Bubba. Yeah, they're actually Auburn fans. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, they make it sound like they're Bama fans on the radio. Okay, I believe that. Um. Anyway, there's this dude ranting about how Bama should have been in and how they were cheated. Like, well, if you look at the what ifs and what could have happened, you can say that for every dang team. You can, every every other football team can make the same argument that Bama they beat are Michigan exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, they had lost to Michigan like that. There's an argument. If we had, but they didn't. They, they beat saying, the number two team in the nation. And there still isn't even an argument because at the end of the day, Bama fans are just they are just mad they didn't get in when they lost two football games. I don't care it's, by how many points you lost by. You lost two so football games. By that standard, do people think that Georgia would have beat Michigan by 50 points last night? Well, but because also anything see, makes sense. They in try to they try right? to make it. Yeah, they try to make it make sense from a fantasy standpoint. Exactly. Of, well, we beat Kansas State. Kansas State beat TCU, and TCU just got beat. Which well, I hate. When let me flip do that, that around for you. TCU beat Michigan. Michigan killed Ohio State, and Ohio State. Lost to Georgia by one point. It doesn't make it doesn't matter. It's not how sports work. It's not how they work. Here's another way to look at that. Ohio State probably played played the best game of their life, while Georgia didn't, and Georgia still beat them by one point. That's another way to look at it. That's a better argument to me. Yeah. Is that Ohio State played really well the other night? Georgia did not, and and Georgia Georgia didn't execute quite as well, and they still won. That's the that's the way to look at it because that's and there were a bunch of Georgia fans who were like, "This is the worst we've played all season," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." But then after last night, I was like, well, maybe they were right. Yeah. Because I'm telling you. People... Against Ohio State? Uh-huh. you talking about against Ohio State was the worst they played? Yeah, that's what people are saying. No. And I I'm, I don't believe that. But after I watching last night, I watched TCU play Michigan. That's a good, te- good team. Now, TCU played bad last night. Max Duggan played bad. They could have had. They could have gotten tripped up. I would say Quentin I mean, Johnson, uh, projected first round receiver. That's a stud. One catch for three yards. How does that happen? I know Georgia probably put Keely Ringo on him, who is a stud at cornerback. But you got to do something. All right. Look, I know Michigan got killed by TCU, but I, if we're talking about what would have been a better contestant, I'm going to go ahead and say Michigan. More than likely, would have been a way better game. That's fine, Georgia. but to me, I'm still pretty satisfied and felt like we found the right that we found the correct winner. Right, we had two great yeah. games in the semifinal. I mean, and I guess 
people who are irritated if say their said team didn't make it. Well, here's the way to look at it. It's not about it's also about deserving to get there. You gotta perform a perfect or if not perfect, almost perfect season in order to get to this spot. If you lose two games, sorry, I don't care if you could have done it. I think there's plenty of teams out there that could have done it. To me, this is probably the best way to explain it. Georgia has, in my personal opinion, the best coaching in America. You could say Saban is on the same level. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But to me, that that is one of the two programs, Georgia and Bama, that they walk into a game, I'm not betting against them. I'm just not. Someone had said, some, you know, Facebook's flooded with all the Georgia um, posts and whatnot. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I mean, it was kind of a switch. Georgia has an easy schedule next season. They do. It is the hardest game. I'm not saying it's not a bias, but their it's hardest Tennessee. game is going to be Tennessee. There's yeah. no chance in hell that Kentucky's it's like in this at Auburn is like probably their second yeah. or third hardest game. Like there is no chance that they in Auburn angle. Yeah, they're going to have at least eleven wins. At least eleven wins. They're, next they're over under from a betting standpoint is probably going to be eleven and a half wins. Probably. That's why I'm a big fan of the twelve team playoff format, though. <laughs> like yeah. Jackson was saying, it's like you would literally have to have a perfect season. We're almost perfect. Yeah, we're almost perfect. And it's so tough. I did love to what, go what Hypel said the other day. What did he say? Uh in a little interview, he they were like, Who should have been the four to get in? He goes, Well, I personally believe that every year the top four, they should just have the top four teams in the SEC fight it out and the winner wins the whole thing. They were like, You're crazy. He's like, The SEC wins it every year, man. Like it was just really funny. But like that was to, really fun. To me, You've got the way it kind of played out was Georgia was above and away better than everyone else. They had coaching, the recruits, they had the talent, they had all that stuff, the preparation, all that. And then you have a step down, and you've got probably Georgia and Michigan mm-hmm. in that same level. Ohio State, Michigan. Sorry, Ohio State, Michigan. And then a, another notch below, you've got – a hard-nosed team in, in TCU with an up-and-coming coach. And to me, Georgia played a little bit down on their, on their first game. Ohio State played really well. Michigan played a little down. TCU played really well. And then you had essentially the one-and-four seeds. And Georgia came in. They were prepped so well. I'm telling you, they knew everything. If you don't think Kirby Smart is the best or, at worst, second-best coach in the nation – you're crazy. And TCU was not ready for it. They couldn't handle the pressure. They came in. And I, I mean, it's, it's really all, we all could have seen a loss, just not that bad of a loss. Right. And I'm telling you, they came in. They were operating on all cylinders. There yeah. was no one that – I don't think a team could have beaten Georgia last night. No. No. Not no. a single Nobody. team. Nobody. Honestly, they would have lost that game by two or three touchdowns. Did they punt? I don't know. Did you see them punt? 65 points is a lot of points. I didn't see them punt. I know in the first half they didn't. 65 uh, points is a they lot. They scored on all six possessions. In the first the Ohio half. State kicker, uh, and this is where I got the no, – hold on. So the Ohio State kicker, he, he posted something after them. And he was like, you're welcome, Georgia fans, for me giving you Georgia's national title. I'm thinking you – like, really? No, he, he, here's why I said, Ohio State, y'all played the best game of your life. 
Georgia didn't, and Georgia still won. That's the way to look at it, not through your little quick mindset about missing the kick. He missed that by – even if it was a regular kick, I think he still could have missed it because that was veering way to the left. Yeah. He would have missed that no matter what. Um, I, I would have loved to see Ohio State TCU, though. I would have loved this. To I would have, too. I mean, I just I just don't think the argument of, like, oh, well, now Bama should have gotten in. No, they couldn't. No, they shouldn't have. If Bama's argument, I, I feel that way about any team. The arguments Bama fans are making can literally go for any team that was in the top 15, if we're yeah. being honest. I just. I think even Tennessee probably could have put up a better fight right now. I agree, but that doesn't mean that like they should have been in. Exactly. Like it'd be cool. It, it's cool to think to about me, what could have happened, but it doesn't mean it should. To me, the goal of the playoff is to get the four teams that deserve it in, yeah. and for the team that deserves it the most to win. And that is the key. And that happened. It is the key of four teams who deserve it. It's never. It's not the four best teams. No, because we know okay. that, and, and there's no way they can rule that because of the different conferences. Right. But at the end of the day, it's the four teams who deserve to be in, which is okay because that's, that's sports. Yeah. But because let's yeah, say if we did, yeah. if we did the four best teams in the nation, who do you think would have been in? <coughs> I'm still fine with what we had. The only thing that you could. Just off the eye test, I guess. Like who would you put in four best teams in the nation? I probably would have put Bama in over TCU. But it's still close to me, because to me, eye test is not near as clear for Bama this year. They didn't play very well against good teams, and TCU did. This is random, but I could see a random ACC team like, hey, like Wake Forest do really well in the Final Four. I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm getting at? Florida State's apparently projected to be really good next yeah, year. Yeah, they have Jordan Travis. Yeah. Who's supposed to be really and Jared good. Verse is right. coming back. Yeah. All right. Jackson is heading out. He's got to go. So just be Hanley and I. See y'all next week. See you, buddy. Um, but Georgia ended up putting up 589 yards to TCU's 488. 400 yard difference is absolutely it's insane. <coughs> absolutely insane. 250 rushing yards to 36 from TCU. And TCU turned the ball over three times. Georgia didn't turn it over a single time. Stetson did look good. <coughs> I would love to see him get a chance with the NFL team. Just oh, he, to he see what no he does. In the NFL. Huh? I don't think. He did play well. I just want to I just want to see him get a chance. Just see what he does. Yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. He'll probably get drafted. I mean he'll probably fifth round. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I think he'll get drafted. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, just as like a, a backup guy or just a guy, because when you get to the fifth round, you're really just making bets on guys. I'll tell you another thing that I saw that I thought was a really freaking dumb excuse. People are like, "Why does Stetson look so happy? He's a 25 year old beating 19 year olds." So, first off, not everyone on that field is 19 years old. No, Most a lot of, the of those guys are, are 23. 23. Yeah, like. Just stop making excuses. I know people hate him, but, like, they really only hate him because of the way he looks. He just kind of looks like a chotch. But it's whatever. Yeah. And it's because he's Georgia's quarterback and people hate Georgia. Yeah. And he wins. 
All right, though, any any closing thoughts on the game before we move on to the next segment? Just you got to give props to Georgia. They, they they're not it. they're not going anywhere anytime soon. <clears throat> no, and I don't know if you saw this, but they were interviewing and they were they were talking to Saban on the panel yesterday, and I can't remember if it was Herb Street or whoever it was, but they were like, Kirby Smart is taking over college football right next to Nick Saban, and I was like, dang, I wouldn't have said that, like. It's just kind of disrespectful. I mean, he kind of is, though. I mean, yeah, but... It just sucks for... It does suck that Tennessee has the the disadvantage of having to play Bama every year. We both have the same disadvantage. Yeah, Auburn, too. Yeah, you got to play Bama and Georgia. Every year? <laughs> every year. Every year in Georgia. That's why y'all need to get back good again. I know. So you can beat Georgia. Please. I get a quarterback. Let me let me tell you a stat real quick before we move on from this. Auburn has gotten more offensive line commits from the high school and transfer portal since Hugh Freeze got the job than we have in all five years since 2017. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, you think? I've been saying for that many years we need linemen. You just need a quarterback. If we get a quarterback now, we actually might be pretty I'm good. I'm honestly surprised you haven't gotten one. <clears throat> There's a few guys that I think we may go after. Spencer Sanders from OK State. Okay. The Tulane quarterback. And uh, who else was it? I cannot remember off the top of my head. But if we got any of those guys, I really do think we might can win nine games next year. You no, know, Tennessee's probably going to have a guy enter the portal. <coughs> who? Uh, Taven Jackson. Right. He's a four-star. He's a freshman this year. Quarterback? Yeah. Because Nico's going to be back up. Right. To who? Milton. I thought Milton had to leave for some reason. Mm. Milton, <laughs> Milton will be a starter next year. Okay. Until he messes up enough to, for Nico to come in. That'll be um, interesting to see how y'all do next year. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. We got yeah. three really big transfer portal guys yesterday. I think we have the number three transfer class right now. Really? I believe it. I mean, that's really the way to rebuild programs these try, days. Yeah, you have to. And it's, a, it's an easy sell. Like, we, we're getting – Yeah, immediate playing time. We just got the starting center from, like, East Carolina, starting left tackle from Western Kentucky. You go to these schools that, like, have a decent program, but you're like, hey, we'll also give you an NIL deal. Yeah. It's a pretty easy sell, in my opinion. And you'll play. Yeah, and you're going to start. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All right. So, what are we thinking for early outlook on the SEC teams next year? So, let's start with you want to start with the West? Sure. Okay. So, West, obviously, Bama, Bama more than likely. There's still, there's still questions bet. there, though. There is questions. With all the good teams. Milrow will not be a starter, I do not believe. Yeah, we don't know who the starter is going to be. Is it going to be Ty Simpson? Is it going to be Milrow? Are they going to bring someone else in? I think they'll bring someone else in. You think so? Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't think – even though LSU's got um, – Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels coming back. I don't – I just don't see them beating Bama and Tuscaloosa next year. I still think they'll be in a similar position next year that they were in this year. Probably a nine-win team. Something like that. KJ Jefferson's coming back for Arkansas. I don't trust him. I don't either. I'm gonna guess like eight wins right now. Seven or eight wins. 
Ole Miss, I don't know what to think. They don't have a quarterback right now. I don't now. trust Ole Miss either. I certainly don't trust Mississippi State after Mike Leach passed away. Because Will Rogers will be gone, I think. So there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that have quarterback so questions. Have Auburn. So really, we're thinking Auburn could be that team that just comes out of nowhere, kind of like Tennessee did. I certainly don't trust A and M. No. So really, what we're thinking, Bama and LSU, kind of those top two, and then Auburn could finish third if they have the season we're hoping they have. Hopefully, I can see Auburn, Ole Miss, or Arkansas taking that third spot. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay, and then the East, obviously Georgia. Even uh, then, though, you don't know who their quarterback's going to be. But at, at at what point do you say it doesn't I, matter? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Stetson was good. Don't get me wrong. By the end of the day, the twenty-one guys, other guys for Georgia, there's there's some studs. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it doesn't take much. That's what people are saying about Bama for all the A.J. McCarron, Greg McElroy, all those years. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter who's that quarterback. But, anyways, then I'm going to say Tennessee at two in the East. I think that's fair. Um, Kentucky, we we don't know what what we're going to get from them. Levis is gone. They got Leary, though. They did get Devin O'Leary. Missouri, I think, is going to be at the bottom. Vandy's going to be at the bottom. Florida, year two of Napier, and then Shane Beamer. This will be, what, year three of Beamer? I'm, I'm going to guess Beamer ends up being higher than Florida. So we're thinking Georgia, Tennessee, change. South Carolina, Florida. <laughs> I think that's fair. And then what, Mizzou, Vandy. And then we really just – And who else? Mizzou, Vandy, and uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. So we'll see. I think – Vandy will be last, Missouri, then Kentucky. But I don't know. We'll see. Georgia's coming to Neyland next year. Like we were saying earlier, that's their toughest game. Probably both schools' toughest game. We did to go to Tuscaloosa. But. The 12 game, 12 team playoff does not start until the following year. Correct. Right? Okay. That is correct. So I wish we could go ahead and start it. I don't see why we can't. It's contracts, like buying out uh, deals TV and deals and stuff like that. Yeah, it all comes back to money, doesn't it? Every time. Every time. All right, so I thought it would be kind of fun to rank the CFP champions over the years. And just first thought, what? who do you think is the best um, – the best champion so far. It's easily 2019 LSU. LSU. I mean, easily. it's hard hard to go against In that. my opinion. It is hard to go against that. Okay, so just to kind of recap for you guys. So the 2014 season and 2015, this was the very first CFP. Four Ohio State beat two Oregon, 42-20. to 20. Next year, two Alabama beat number one Clemson, 45-40. to 40. The following year, two Clemson beat one Alabama 35-31. The following year, four Alabama beat three Georgia 26-23. That looks like the only championship where it's both underdogs. (coughs) That's kind of interesting. Um, 2019, Clemson 
Two Clemson beat one Bama, 44-16. That was Trevor Lawrence's true freshman year. 2020, one LSU beat three Clemson, 42-25. 2021, one Alabama beat three Ohio State, 52-24. 2022, three Georgia beat one Bama, 33-18. And then 2023, one Georgia beat three TCU, as you guys know, 65 to 7. I was kind of disappointed, to be honest, they didn't get 70. Because me and my dad were making bets about that at halftime. Oh, yeah. Saying, we hope they well, get to 70. They pulled everyone after the third quarter. And they still put up points. To me, it's. Let's it's just... in the championships in Mercedes Benz two years from now. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just – why don't we rank the top five? Because, like, at, at a certain point, it just feels like it – Too much. It's too much. I agree. So, if one, <coughs> both agree, 2019 LSU. Mm-hmm. My first thought for number two is going to be 2020 20, Bama. Yes. I was just thinking that with but all the receivers. Offense. Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, all yep. of them. I really liked um, – Ohio State in 2015. Okay. Um, that was Cardell Jones. Zeke Kelly. Yes, and Zeke. Michael Thomas. And uh, Joey Bosa. Yep. Michael Thomas, all those guys. Yep. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence's Clemson. Is that the 2019? That's, yeah, that's the 44-16. Yeah, to 16. yeah, that was a great team. 44-16. And then I think you got to put – the, the Georgia team from last year. I, yeah. The, look, defense the Georgia was team from last year was better than Georgia team. The this defense year. was insane last year. Yeah. It was the same team as this year. It's lost like nine first round defensive picks. Yeah. And, and George. And George. But George didn't play last year hardly. Yeah. George was hurt most of the year. He only played the national championship game. And it's not like he didn't like right. go off. Yeah. But we agree that last year Georgia's team was better. I agree. Yeah, yeah. The defense last year, and the they didn't stumble throughout the regular season. No, like this Georgia team, like literally almost lost to Missouri. Last year's Georgia team was not giving up points to anybody. So are we saying <coughs> it's hard to rank them like really in back to back to back order? But definitely the top five are LSU twenty nineteen, uh, twenty twenty Bama. 2014 Ohio State, 2018 Clemson, and then Georgia last year. I think that's fair. Okay. Well, I felt bad for all the TCU fans who paid money to go to LA and yeah, that was have a ticket to that game. Whatever. My godmom was at the game. She's a big TCU fan. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't text her. I felt like it. I'd be pretty upset. It should be fun. At this point. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts before we get out of here? That is it. Yeah. We're only doing a part one um, this week. So it's only going to be one episode. We're going to touch back on basketball next week. But um, make sure you guys turn into hoops. There's. A lot of good games going on, and SEC play is going really well. Um, and then we'll get, as March approaches, we'll get more into the bracketology of things. Um, and then we're pretty much done with football. Yep. Aside from 
um, big Maybe. time coaching hires, transfer yeah. portal, um, all of those things that are breaking news type things. Right. But we're not going to spend whole episodes on football anymore. So um, thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to catching you guys next week.